bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Planning, insurance, and investing are all important aspects to building generational wealth. Dr. Ken Harris has you covered with a lesson in financial empowerment right here on the new 1017 The Truth. Financial empowerment on 1017 The Truth is presented by Northwestern Mutual. At Northwestern Mutual, their version of financial planning helps you live your dreams today. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Our guest today, Northwestern Mill. Where'd JB go? Like, what? He, t- he cannot go. <laughs> JB cannot take any more vacations until 2025. Yes, he is on vacation. But what is that about? He went to go see his mama. Oh, now, how can I argue that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how can I even, like, complain about, really? You see, and you let me say that. And he's going to be doing business, too. He's doing some, some work. Uh, so, you know. But, yeah, he's got to go, go check on his mama. Erica Wright from Bell & Wright, Northwestern Mutual. This is Financial Empowerment Interview, sponsored by Northwestern Mutual. I'm excited because the topic was something that I've been thinking about delving into next year. And I got a surprise thing that we're working on for March or April or whenever uh, next year. And part of it is going to touch, like, deeply on personal finance in the black community. Awesome. But not, like, basic personal finance, but here are the three or four things you have to have. Yes. Right? You have to have a house. You have to have, right? And then figure out what works best for you. But those are the things you have to look at. But before we do that, we really have to deal with some things that have happened historically. I find it interesting that last week I was talking to James Hall. And James Hall is an attorney in Milwaukee, recently retired, who is the person who 
was the lead, if, if I have the story right, the lead lawyer in the lawsuit for redlining in Milwaukee. Oh, wow. Right? And so one of those ways to build wealth, right, is homeownership. Mm-hmm. Equity. Equity you can invest. Equity you can build on. You still got to pay it back, but you're really paying yourself back. Mm-hmm. And so... I found it ironic that he would be a person over the last 20, 30 years that has made much of that. Many of the middle class black people in Milwaukee have homes and start working on fulfilling, you know, kind of lessening the, the wealth gap. But I, but I think first, my, my first question for you, Erica, is what exactly is the wealth gap? Like we, we, who are we comparing ourselves to? Once again, I guess we're comparing ourselves to white people. Yes. But I don't really get that because for me, I don't use them as my benchmark and as my measure for how well I do. But help help me out. What is that? Yeah, definition? it's really just the disparity between uh, black wealth and white wealth in America. And okay. essentially... Um, white people have more assets. When we think about wealth, we're thinking mm-hmm. about actual your assets minus your your liabilities, right? So now, are we talking everything: house, cars, clothes, yes. software, computers, um, investments, four hundred one k, four hundred three b, insurance, everything? Yes. Okay. Minus what we owe. Yes. Okay. Yep. You're dead. I don't really want to know that number, but I know you're gonna tell me anyway. But I don't really want to know the but. <clears throat> How big is the gap? Um, it is it is very big, and I and I believe um, oh, the last time I looked at it, I think. Oh, see, I don't like that answer already. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what, you know what, honestly, for me, I feel like we've been having the conversations about the wealth gap, and I do understand that it's important for us to understand what that is, but. I'm always focusing now on, okay, what can we do right now for ourselves to just be in better places and not necessarily focus on, okay, what has happened? We know that there's a gap. Let's fix it and and be better for ourselves. And that's kind of where I'm focusing a lot of it, my attention. So if I were to put what you're saying in numbers, well, I, I kind of feel the same way, but when people look at me, you know, and they hear me say that, they argue about, well, you can't say that because they have more. And I'm like, yeah, but they worked harder and they have more. They blocked our way in terms of being able to. I won't to, necessarily say they worked harder. Well, but, here, here, here what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. I say they worked harder because they stopped us from being able to work at all. So by virtue of showing up, that's what I mean. Did they pass it down in subsequent generations, they didn't work at all. Mm-hmm. They just inherited their money and moved on. Mm-hmm. Okay, I agree with Erica. Okay, that's two. <laughs> all right, that's two. Because I don't want to say that the other, you know, people don't work either, but I do think that there are some systemic issues, right, that have blocked right. us from right. building wealth um, that, you know, still contributes to the gap. And... Mm-hmm. Um, my lane, right, is just right. focusing. Okay, what can we do right now with with where you're at and what you have right now? And see, with that, right, I say they work harder because I think it's time for us to work smarter. 
Okay. And so the smart piece, I think, is where the Northwestern Mutual comes in and helps you use financial instruments to do all the stuff that everybody else does. Go on vacation, buy a car, buy a house, and do all those things. But in 2016, they said nearly 20% of black families had zero or negative net worth net worth compared to 9% for whites, 13% Hispanic, and 14% for other races. That's huge. It is. That's a fifth of like one in five is in the negative. And um, it, again, there's a lot of reasons that, that ultimately contribute to that. I think where the, the focus needs to be now is just on making sure that we're educating ourselves, right? making sure that we're reaching out for help, mm-hmm. right? Getting people who know about these concepts, whether it's, you know, purchasing homes or, or investments and things like that, looking to, you know, some, um, somebody who actually studies and has credentials and really has good knowledge of mm-hmm. those topics and seek to get information from them. Um, and then, you know, I, a lot of it too is, is reading on your own. Right. Right. So, so I come to, to bell and write mm-hmm. and I ask the question, but I don't understand what does the wealth gap have to do with financial planning? Sure. So financial planning is going to help you better navigate the tools and better navigate the life decisions that you're going to need to make to build wealth. Okay. And so we can, um, you know, there's, let's just, let's just take like someone contributing right to a 401k at work. A lot of people, well, I won't say a lot of people, but there's so many people that don't understand how those tools work and you're just, you just jump into it and it's and it's happening by default to you, right? right. Or for you. Right. And that's a, a part of the process, which is it's nice that it is, you know, kind of a, a default and you're you're starting to save. But the planning of it is, okay, how can you be more efficient with those tools, right? Okay. Should you consider traditional? Should you consider Roth? How much should you be putting away? Mm-hmm. What what when is a good, you know, how uh what's a good time to start it what's a good time where if you might have a bunch of debt maybe you roll it back a bit like your advisor your planner can help Mm -hmm. you make a lot of those determinations and kind of talk through different situations with you okay when we come back i want to ask you how exactly do i close the gap sure right because we we understand how planning works with the gap and the connection it has, but then how do I, in, in real terms, how can I ch- close that gap? Absolutely. How can I get closer to what our white counterparts make? How can I get out the 20%? Okay. All right. You're listening to, well, I can't say JB because he's not here. So this is the, the, this is the Erica Wright show. The right show. There you go. It's the right show. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Erica Wright from Northwestern Mutual, Bell and Wright. Um, When we come back, we're going to find out just exactly how we can just blow up the gap. 
The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Planning, insurance, and investing are all important aspects to building generational wealth. Dr. Ken Harris has you covered with a lesson in financial empowerment right here on the new 1017 The Truth. Financial empowerment on 1017 The Truth is presented by Northwestern Mutual. At Northwestern Mutual, their version of financial planning helps you live your dreams today. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Our guest today for Northwestern Mutual, Erica Wright. I have to always think about it before I say it because I don't want her. I think I did something. I sent an email or I misspelled her name or C or K or something got mit- transposed. Spelled the she was right like, way with a C. She was like, excuse me. <clears throat> it's with a C. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like her. She mean. <laughs> She And then she told me, oh, well, you know, and then she told me about her family and all that. And I was like, okay, I know what that is. That's 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 Mama Bear. Okay, God, <laughs> God. She was like, nope, it's this. I was like, that's what's up. But but those are the types of things that and, and the way that you have to be when you're teaching somebody about something where every time you try to teach it, there's resistance. My mama, my cousin, I remember one of the promos, you know, I saw on TikTok. That somebody said I should, I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> or, or as I learned growing up, cause you know, we actually read magazines. People would say, you know, you should read this magazine. It's really good. And I started thinking like, but if you produce the magazine this month, you write it and next month you edit it. And then the next month you print it. That means it's three months old. So all the information mm-hmm. you're giving me, like, why would I? You know, and that's why it's important to have somebody there to be a planner or a coach or whatever you need in order to make sure that you do that. But with a coach, how do you coach people to close that gap? Like, how do you how do you really get people to understand that? Yes, it's a gap. Yes, we know it is. But if you can take your eye off of it and focus where to make sure they close that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Essentially, we're we're saying focus in your own lane, right, on your own situation. And we like to to um, give insights on four different areas or or we encourage clients that have four um, different ways that they can build generational wealth, Mm -hmm. whether that be a, a business, real estate investments or insurance, right? Those are the four ways that you can, you know, transfer on to to other people. Now, you may only decide to have two of those. I'm not saying that, you know, everybody has to start a business, but these are, you know, the the primary ways that people really do build wealth, build wealth and build generational wealth. So, do you suggest that people have at least two or have you seen over time that out of those four, two of them people are able to to build wealth and, and lessen the gap. Yeah, I I do think people should have at least two of those. Okay. Right. And so um and you you will know, you know, your head and heart will tell you which which right. ways that you kind of want to go right. and, and your advisor too. But um the 
if you if you know that you're not a person that, you know, is going to run a business or, that, you know, and you're like, you know what, I want to just make sure I, I go I go to work and right. make my contributions and right. um, go home. Then you focus on those other areas and right. you do those other areas, you know, well. So contributing to your 401k and making sure that you're at least getting the match. Right. That's mm-hmm. right. you got to right. make sure that you understand what your your job um, offers and benefits because right. when we get people's benefit packages and we say, okay, hey, you're, did you know your job offers this and your job, you know, matches up to this amount and you have a, a HSA and you can be contributing money this way too. People, I won't say never, but it's, I would say about eight times out of 10, people don't understand all the benefits that their employer offers to them. And so, that's one of the the biggest things that I would say. Start with your employer and start to just look over the the items that you that you do have and right. that are available to you right away. Okay. Okay. So that's one thing. Um, what I would also say is, you we have to um, we have to make sure that. I, I do believe that insurance is meant for everybody, right? At some <laughs> no point doubt. in time, you know, you in your life. Yes. Yeah. If if people um if if there are people that depend on you, then you should definitely have life insurance. If you're single and it's just you by yourself, you need disability insurance because you need to protect your income as you're building your wealth, right? That I think one of the, the biggest things people um, feel like they don't need is is disability insurance, but everything right. is depending on you bringing in income. Yeah. So when that is gone, if you get sick or if you get injured, right? Let's just say you you heaven forbid got cancer and you had to be out of work. Well, where does the where does the income come in? Right. And then when you're out of work, well, it's not like your your retirement is still going to be growing for you right who's contributing to that because you're not you're not working right and if you're also not working how long is your employer going to be able to keep those benefits rolling in and health insurance for you only have so long with cobra so the your income is Mm -hmm. so important i think people don't really understand um the ability to build wealth starts there starts with being able to bring in income and um, it's just important to protect that. Okay, so last question, but I know every time I say that, I come up with another question. <laughs> but know. how can I start moving in that direction to build generational wealth? And I don't, I don't mean me making me wealthy, but start to think three generations down the road. What can I do now, knowing that there's a gap? What can I do to make sure my grandchildren? Well, children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren have wealth. Sure. And what I would say, the um, outside of the things that I've said already with, you know, your current role, I would also say being able to um, make sure that you're being good stewards of the income that you do have. We have people that, you know, make half a million dollars a year and they can still be broke. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they don't they don't have a good account of what's coming in, what's going out. Um, you have to get an understanding of what your cash flow looks like mm-hmm. and being good stewards there. 
Another thing that I would say um, is making sure that um, that you also have think about what it is that you actually want to accomplish. You, you mean I got to like use my brain and figure out the next 25, 30 years? <laughs> you at least start thinking about the next five. Okay. Maybe maybe we you you have a good idea about the twenty and the thirty, mm-hmm. but really start to um, zone in on the next five years and what life looks like. Right when we think about even even retirement, right. that is we call it the longest vacation of of <laughs> your your life. But people spend more time planning for vacations than they they plan for retirement. Right, and so. That's crazy when you think about it. Well, so I then you go into retirement, right? Right. So if you go into retirement and you didn't plan on it, right? Then you're running out of money. Wow. Well, now you're not leaving anything to the right. the next generation. Wow. So we do have to just start to think about, okay, what is it that you actually want to accomplish? What does life mm-hmm. look like? And then you can back into the, okay, how can I, how can I make this happen? Okay. okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that because, first of all, I don't like talking to her because every time I talk to her, it reminds me of something else I have to do or look at or go read up on to make sure I have, okay, that's taken care of a cancer. So, so far, <laughs> I've been I've been pretty good. So. Well, good. But then it just dawned on me, I got to talk to family members and extended family and all those types of things. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Erica Wright. From Bell and Wright. You are welcome. Northwestern. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. (laughs) This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I want to say thank you to Northwestern Mutual for dropping in, dropping some knowledge about the wealth gap. You know, in future shows, we're going to be talking about insurance and we're going to be talking about how you need to build a foundation for your life that starts with insurance. Financial planning is great. Investments are great. But for me, it was insurance that was able to be used to do many things in life. And so in the future, um, Bell and Wright Financial Group will be coming in and talking to us on behalf of our one of our founding partners, Northwestern Mutual, and really have a great conversation about that, the generational wealth, the wealth gap, all those things that we can all put together and start you moving. So change your mindset, change the way you think, and move forward. 833-212-1017 is the number. Did y'all sit up for the election last night or what? So I'm, 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 I'm a little like flustered as it, as it relates to what's going on in the elections in Milwaukee. So I'm not bothered by it. I'm not um, upset by it. I think um, Tony Evers won. Um, I'm, I'm not a, positive or negative or Republican or Democrat leaning. Um, I always admit I'm more conservative only because as a Christian, there's certain things I'm, I'm with and certain things I'm not. But other than that, um, as a black man, I think it's important to recognize the impact that elections have on us, the real impact, not the impact Democrats try to tell us. You know, the world's going to come to an end, the democracy's going to end and all that. Or Republicans telling us that, you know, we need to vote that way because we're going to destroy families and lives. And all. so at some point we have to recognize. And what what are your thoughts on the election? 833-212-1017. Your thoughts, not whether or not you like somebody, not whether or not you hate Republicans or hate Democrats. But what are your thoughts about the future of Wisconsin? Because I'm I'm not going to tolerate any bashing or I hate this person or I hate that person because they got a D or R after their name. I think both parties have done positive things. Both parties have done some really messed up things. I think some candidates have done great things and some candidates have done terrible things. I think there were some missed opportunities. I think there were some missed ways that we could have uh, done some healing and we didn't. Because both sides have decided to call names and do dastardly things. Is dastardly a word? Anyway, uh, you know, negative, negative stuff. And so all you got to do is look at some of these other states and realize that, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not good. 833-212-1017 is the number. Um, Mr. Madee said about our former conversation with Erica Wright, you work, you eat, period. Generational wealth is not given. Keep spitting facts. Well, is is earned, not given. Well, generational wealth has to be built and moved forward. Many of the elections that we have play a part in your generational wealth. Many of the people that you vote for will dictate whether or not you have generational wealth. Regardless of what anybody says about political parties, you have to look at how it affects you um, 
something Erica said when she was talking. She talked about those four things, insurance, business, real estate, and insurance. Okay, I can't remember them. 833-212-1017. Ah, that's why, because it defaulted. And investments, right? So it's investments, real estate, business, and insurance. Those four things. You should probably have at least two. No, not probably. You should have two and use those to build. But it is generational wealth is given as long as you have the tools to actually make it more. That's just me. 833-212-1017 is the number. Is that a call? Jake? I don't, uh-uh. I don't, I don't know who is it. John, Mary, Paul. I'm just giving you trouble. I can't. Yeah, it's, it's not. Oh, wait a minute. Let me do this. Da, 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 da. Yep, that's what I did. But it's not there, so we're gonna keep going. JD from Milwaukee, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How's it going? I'm doing well, Doctor Ken. How are you? I'm great. You had here when I'm JB and um, I'm dealing with him now. I'm when, sorry when he's not out of town. Okay. You're, yeah. No, I'm not, I, I didn't say it to be mean. I like him. He helped me. Up. <laughs> okay. I'm saying, yeah, yeah do. Um, what I was thinking about the elections is moving forward to the presidential. Uh, I like uh, West Four in Maryland. I I, I I would probably vote for him before uh, Kamala and uh, Sleepy Joe. I think he would be a good candidate that um, a lot of different people would like. And I think he may get stuff done for uh, black people because a lot of black people live in Maryland. They are expecting something. and They yep. do have fiber in black communities. So he's going to have to show and prove there. And if he shows out, I think he will be a good front runner uh, for 24 or 28. And that, that, that was my, my main thought. As far as Wisconsin, I hate that Mandela lost. I think that there are some things that I wanted personally to happen in the Senate that we were, we were going to need the majority for, and he would have been that that decisive vote that would have been needed or part of it. So, um, like the George the, the George Floyd bill and um, you know some of that other stuff. But overall, I, I guess I'm pleased. And um, like you and Tori were talking about today, we need to begin to ask for things. And um, I really learned that listening to all three of y'all show. Because I always have voted, and I never really expected anything except for my candidate to win. Like it was a popularity contest. Now that I'm older, I'm mature, I'm building investments, I have real estate, I need some return on my investment when I vote. So I, I thank you for bringing up my conscience level, and I'm sure uh, the conscience level of the listeners. All right. Well, thank you much. I appreciate right. it, brother. Thanks, King. All right. 833-212-1017 is the number mr mcdee said wisconsin's great state election is what what it what it is i voted democrat michaels and republicans ended my contract monday i'm 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 assuming you're saying god is good regardless fear no evil love you dr ken you speak facts my brother god loves you you are a blessing to listen to in my dump truck so i guess he's he's actually working um Takeaway is that polls are obsolete more than ever. Not shocked Evers won, but amazed at how much more 50-50 Wisconsin is. I'm not because we have generations changing, right? And what's going to happen is 
each of those generations is going to find what's bad about their own party, right? So all those Republican kids out in the suburbs or wherever they live are going to find out that the Republicans are great on some things because you're drinking the Kool-Aid, but you're going to have a bitter aftertaste in certain parts of your life. Same thing with the Democrats. You're going to find, I really love Democrats, only to find out later that when you drink the Kool-Aid, you know, there's no aftertaste. Like one leaves a bitter taste and the other one has no aftertaste at all because you didn't ask for anything. And like I told Tory Lowe, you don't get anything. And and did I did that did I catch it? Did I catch it? <laughs> I caught it. And and so what what happens is you end up thinking you're feeling good about what's going on. And then years later, you wake up and you find out that you really don't have anything. And then they'll turn around and say, well, you should have taken care of yourself. And you just felt good about voting that way. But Milwaukee still has nothing to show for voting Democrat. Like, when are we going to ask? This is what you need to do. And if you don't do it, we're not voting for you. We're going to tell everybody we know, don't vote for that person because that person isn't going to do anything for you. Being for black people ain't good enough. Being for black people is not good enough. What is the individual person going to be able to say when this happens? Talking text lines, Scott said Mandela lost because usual blacks didn't show up. That is not true. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true at all. 833-212-1017 is the number. Your thoughts. How did the election go? And what do you expect over the next two years for the state of Wisconsin and the city of Milwaukee? You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So somebody mentioned Wes Moore. Wesley Watende Omari Moore is an American politician, investment banker, author, television producer. He is governor-elect of Maryland after defeating Republican Dan Cox in the 2022 Maryland gubernatorial election, became the first black governor of the state, and he's only 44 years old. Now, was this the other Westmore? He's the guy that wrote the book, The Other Westmore? I don't know. Let's see. The Other Westmore. One name, two fates. Is this the same guy? I gotta, I gotta find out if this is the same one. And I don't see a face. They got to have something on the book cover. Uh, read more and develop and executive produced by. Piece about Westmore became a student, road scholar. Couldn't shake. 
Yep, that's him. So, ironically, based on his background, I didn't take him to be a liberal. A Rhodes Scholar, decorated war veteran, White House fellow, and business leader. The other one is serving a life sentence in prison, right? So, this is a good politician who positions himself who positions himself to win by running, even though he has conservative tendencies, runs as a Democrat because he knows that he can do more work and have more flexibility in Maryland as a Democrat. That's how you use politics to further your career, your culture, your your race, your community, regardless of who's in it. I think that's a great move. Scott said, it's okay to disagree, Dr. Ken. Bottom line is the numbers don't lie. Milwaukee did not have a big turnout. Matter of fact, Milwaukee was down 11% from 2018. Well, they weren't, but they're, aren't they always down? Like every midterm election, everywhere's down. Republicans are down too. That's why Michael's lost. So that's, you know, that's why midterm elections are a toss-up. When it's a major presidential, you know, and everybody usually lines up and does the party thing and calls it a day, which I think is ridiculous. I wish we could get rid of partisan politics. I wish there was an option where you can vote for who you want to vote for individually, but party-wise, like a primary, you can only vote one party or another party. I think that's ridiculous. Because watch this. If you do that, there'd be no need for primaries, right? Not, not primary. What am I thinking? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, primary, because the general, you would just need one election and we're done. Vote for who you want, want to vote for. You get the votes. You get the majority. You're the winner. We're done. All this primary is just a waste of time. Look at Georgia. Well, you didn't reach the 50% threshold, so we don't really have – uh, the majority of people saying that they want to vote for you, therefore we had to have a runoff. So you're 49-49, and now we got to do a runoff. Because some knucklehead, right, Mr. Oliver decided to take 2% of the vote. So somebody else could have had that vote as a libertarian. Usually that vote leans to Republican, and Herschel Walker would have won. It's weird. But what I have to check is what does um, House and Senate races, what does that look like in America? The balance of power. So they've got hundreds of thousands of votes still being left to count. And the Arizona governor's race is still too close to call. And so they haven't called it yet. So if you look at the Senate, Republicans have 49, Democrats have 48, and Georgia and is it Nevada? We're still questioning or we've got some races that are out that we're looking at. The House of Representatives has 204 Republicans, 187 Democrats. You got to get to 218 for the majority. 
So if the Republicans get one more, they've got 50. If they get two more, they've got 51. Democrats need three more to have the 51, or at least two more, and then Kamala Harris can break the tie. It's strange. Maricopa County has 400,000 votes left to count. These are all Arizona. Pima County, 23,000 election day ballots left to scan, 40,000 early votes and 2,300 provisional Clark County. That's a lot of votes to have to count. That's a lot. I don't understand. I know Wisconsin is purple. And you know what? I kind of like it like that. I kind of like it like that. And they don't have a veto-proof majority, so they're going to have to work across the aisle. Now, my thing is, before we go to break, if, if somebody decides that they don't want to work across the aisle, like Robin Voss, then next time he runs in two years, somebody need to work on getting rid of him. Republicans need to open up and work with Governor Evers and make things happen in this state. Otherwise, people are going to suffer. We're going to have inflation. People are going to struggle with the price of food and gas and clothing and everything, education. And we're going to be sitting on How many billions of dollars? $5.8 billion and not do anything with it. What are your thoughts? 833-212-1017. It might be a good day to do a top five at five. Let's see what's going around in the state of Wisconsin. Talking text line says, Mandela needed the Hispanic community on board to win. Most vote Republican. Because of the job growth in their communities, plus they know over 20 million are illegal in America. I see so many in the construction field. They give them free housing, medical, food stamps. Unbelievable. Don't know how true that is. But they're working. And regardless of what you say, you can't argue that. If you're here working and taking care of your family, that's what it's about. That is what everything is about. I was up till one o'clock in the morning, still waiting for returns to come in. And we're still waiting throughout this state and throughout the country. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I am your host, Dr. Ken Harris. When we come back, top five at five, your calls, your talk, your texts, 833-212-1017. 